Joe Siddle. Tom Crawford. Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Win City Sports. What up, everybody, and welcome back to the Win City Sports Podcast. Windsor's only local sports podcast presented by Hammondsburg Chevy Buick GMC. My name is Drake Lamar and I'm the host of the Wind City Sports Podcast every Monday featuring a brand new episode with an interview with local athlete, coach, entrepreneur, or beyond. Follow us on social media at WinCity underscore sports on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be. You're on every social media platform. Very easy to find after over five years going strong on the podcast. W-I-N-C-I-T-Y, all one word, the Wind City Sports Podcast. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, give us a rating on anything you might use. Tell your friends and spread the word of the stories of individuals in the sports world through Wind City Sports. But today is Monday, March 7th. 2022 and it's episode 247 of Win City Sports getting things back on track this week. I have a great interview for you guys and lots of sports news to talk about as well. Uh, lots of basketball news as the Windsor Express picked up their first win. The Lancers and uh, St. Clair Saints teams on a roll and we have a basketball interview for you. Aside from Dardis Willis, a few weeks back, one of our first uh, player interviews in some time. And we will have more coming up in the future with the return of the Express. But today we have a student athlete from Windsor playing in uh, or at St. Michael's College out in Vermont, formerly of Mississippi Valley State. And a Herman graduate is Dario Melijevic coming on the show today. Uh, I talked to him earlier this week. Um, in doing some research um, a while back, better yet, um, you know, finding out about all the players that we have from Windsor, um, you know, at the collegiate uh, level, over, not overseas, in the States, um, playing, you know, NCAA and stuff like that. So, um, you know, again, just under the radar sometimes is something that we talk about with Dario, but that's how I kind of found him. His name is on the list of, you know, Windsor-born players in the NCAA and um, started to follow him a little bit and decided it was time to reach out and, and chat with him as long as he was down and of course he was so um, it was cool to, to do this one um, again a kid from, from Windsor uh, went to a good prep school you can say in Windsor for, um, for basketball or for you know sports in general at Herman Academy um, it has some great stories about how he got recruited um, you know kind of got himself out there how he got himself uh, the experience needed uh, playing travel in Detroit, some interesting stuff there. And of course, now his experiences um, in the States, NCAA, uh, playing at a D1 school back um, back before the pandemic. And then after the pandemic hit, made some decisions to, to move on, as uh, he'll talk about as well. But again, just a, a young kid um, with all the potential in the world but doing uh, some big things over in the States and playing NCAA basketball. Again, a kid just from Windsor, so that's the, the stories that we like to tell. Before we get into that, we're going to do some, uh, some sports news, maybe some express news first to, to kick things off before we get uh, into the Spitfires and whatnot, since they're actually playing right now as I'm speaking on Sunday, so let that game roll through. Um, but i got to tell you about Amherstburg Chevy Buick GMC before anything. Located on Sandwich Street South in Amherstburg, they're proud to serve everyone throughout Amherstburg, Windsor, Kingsville, LaSalle, and beyond, providing top quality service to everyone that walks through the doors, including assistance with picking out a new ride, financing it, and keeping it in top quality condition. Right now, they have great deals on the new 2022 Chevrolet Equinox, 
GMC Yukon XL and on older models, including the 2021 Cadillac Escalade and 2021 Chevrolet Silverado. Check them out at amosburggm.com or live in person at the showroom on Sandwich Street South in Amosburg. The host of the fourth annual Ed Jovanovsky charity tournament, golf tournament coming up this summer as well. Uh, we talked about that last week and we will as it approaches. But that being said, let's do a little bit of sports news before we get into our interview this week. The Windsor Express picked up their first win of the season. I was there to call the action alongside Aaron Sanders on NBLC TV. Um, this was an interesting one because uh, for those that aren't familiar, the NBL of Canada has a agreement with the Basketball League, TBL, over in the States. This league has 42 teams on it, and um, they... Uh, have partnered with the NBL of Canada to do some inter-league play. Um, so however many games throughout the season, both here and in, in the States, uh, so some home and away games, um, not exhibition games, you know, um, the points and the, the, the games count for their respected leagues, right? So um, does mean something. Uh, and they had their first game against one of the TBL Teams on Friday at the WFCU Center as they welcome the Dayton flight to uh, the arena. Uh, they will be playing some more uh, going forward. And, and last week they did have a postponed game. I'm not sure if it was mentioned on last week's uh, podcast, but they were supposed to play Wednesday against the Sudbury Five, but that was postponed due to the COVID stuff. And um, we jumped ahead to Friday and had this game at the WFCU. Uh, started off uh, really intense, really fast between the two teams. Um, close in the beginning, but uh, Dayton actually ended up running away with it in the second quarter, getting like a 20-point lead. Uh, Windsor ended up bouncing back and turned the tables big time as they ran away with it and ended up uh, winning by 30. They had a 20- to 30-point lead throughout the entire uh, pretty much second half of the game. 134-103 to 103 was the final. Uh, some impressive um, performances by many players, including Marcus Lewis with 35 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 assists. Malik Miller, Miller made his uh, debut with 17 points, uh, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist. Billy White had his uh, normal double-double. And joining that category is Ja'Kai Taylor. So a lot of, uh, a lot of impressing uh, or impressions Uh, being made by some of these um, express players this year so coming up next they have uh, they have like a week off but they have their next game uh, at the WFCU Center this Saturday as they play another TBL of Canada or uh, TBL team um, in the Coco Moco Bobcats so uh, unfortunately I won't be there to call that one but that is their next game before they take it on the road uh, the following week but we'll be back to talk about that Next Monday, so the Express back in action with a one and two record after losing their first two games, and uh, got a week off. But they'll be back at the WFCU on this Saturday for another game. Go check out that uh, great action and, and a good night out. Some fun, uh, fun festivities there at the arena. But that being said, it's time to transition into our interview this week with uh, NCAA basketball player Mario Milojovic. Here we go. Now joined by a WF Herman grad, played five years there for the school's basketball team, and he played D1 for Mississippi Valley State University a few years ago. 
now the last two years at St. Michael's College in Colchester, Vermont. Dario Milajevic, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. It's gonna be cool. So, yeah, anytime. Like I said, man, you're uh, you're a Herman grad. Um, obviously, we're gonna talk about you know the basketball team there and system. But uh, first and foremost, like born and raised in Windsor. Are you like a Windsor kid, or what's your story? Yeah, yeah. Born and raised in Windsor. Um, my parents are both Serbian, so uh, I travel back and forth there a lot usually. But uh, yeah. no, I've been in Windsor my whole life. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, I never know. You know, he could have been born anywhere, Toronto or something, moved down yeah. there. But, uh, but, like, obviously going to Herman, where you, did you grow up around there? I'm actually, I'm on Aubin right now, right near, uh, right near. Uh, okay, so okay, cool. the same area, at least. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I went to Davis, oh, okay. uh, Davis Public School, and yeah. um, so I'm in the area where a feeder school to Herman. Yeah. Um, at the time, uh, I knew I wanted to play, uh, you know, basketball at, at a high school level, and, uh, I, at the time, I think it was Herman that was really a powerhouse, and I think CCH, and uh, I was just closer to Herman, and uh, my older cousin went to Herman, so I thought, why not? Herman would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, of course it, it is, and um, actually, I actually didn't really think of that, too. I mean, I was going to ask, like, we'll talk about, you know, growing up and stuff a little bit, but of course, you know, you, um, even at that early of an age, going to high school, you were, you were thinking about basketball, I guess, eh? Yeah, no, uh, we... At my uh, at Davis, we only had there. There had some issues going on. There was um, the teachers were on strike for a little bit, and so while me we only played basketball. I think my eighth grade year we had a team, but uh, I always thought it was fun, and and I thought um, like I never thought about college basketball, but I definitely thought like oh high school basketball yeah. would be would be cool, would be different, and uh, you know, and I was already pretty tall, so I, like why not use uh, use yeah. the height to my advantage? So. Well, that being said, then, like, did you play a lot of other sports growing up? I'm sure, you know, there's mostly uh, basketball. Yeah, mostly basketball. They, yeah. as soon as I got to Herman, they were, they were oh, trying yeah. to persuade me to play football right away. Um, you know, Coach Lumley's a great coach, great guy. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I just, I just didn't see it. Not that I didn't like football. I just, I was more focused on, um, I wanted to play basketball. And I thought uh, two sports would be fun, but I feel like it would just get in the way of what I was trying to do and, and, you know, I played a little bit of volleyball, but I'm not really a fan of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you they were trying to recruit you, too, then. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. In the, yeah. in the hallways and yeah, yeah, yeah. lunch everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Again, like like Herman's obviously known for, for football and for basketball and CCH, too. Yeah. But just to be thinking about um, that stuff at, you know, that early of an age obviously shows the passion. Um, mm-hmm. So, again, joining Herman Academy, Academy had to have been a huge stepping stone in your whole trajectory, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, no, kind of like almost like a Windsor prep school, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, there was that was at the time. Yeah, I was Herman and CTH. Um, they see my cousin, my older cousin. Um, he went to Herman, and he was uh, actually helping out there the senior team as a assistant coach. And so uh, it was good because he he kind of showed me and told me like how things would be beforehand. So I kind of knew what to expect, like coming into uh, play high school basketball. Um, so I think that that really helped a lot. Uh, the transfer, like the transition period from, yeah. you know, the eighth grade to the ninth grade. So, yeah, just like anything else. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but like every time you kind of make that jump, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's similar. So it's basketball. But now you're going from like your grade, your top of your class. You're, you know, you're the mm. big kid. Now you're the little kid right so yeah and having someone that you know yet alone your you know family 
Uh, mm. makes a big difference too, right? I'm sure that made you a little yeah. more comfortable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's, uh, again, the family thing. And you guys had some success at Herman too. I mean, first two years, you guys won Waxa, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, that had to have been a great, you know, great run for you. For you uh, yeah. Starting off with, and some, um, some personal awards as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that, that, those two years were definitely, um, we had, uh, I'm trying to think of who, we had a great group of guys, my, or my, um, sorry, it's so different in, in Canada. They'll be yeah. like, uh, grade nine, grade 10. I'm used I'm so used to calling it freshman, sophomore, but yeah. Uh, yeah, my ninth grade, my 10th grade, we had a you know phenomenal team. I, we had a handful of guys that are, um, playing collegiate sports. I, we had, uh, Marci Caston and, and we had, uh, Magdi Tia and, and my, my friend Milan, um, you know, all, all a good group of guys who have gone on to play or are still currently playing college basketball. And so, um, I mean, after those two years, everybody split off and like did their own path, but you know, I, it's great to see that those guys, um, are still doing what they love and, yeah. you know, they're still uh, great players, great teammates. So, yeah. and I'm sure again, what you're experiencing now at the college level too, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, you, you stick around high school or college forever, obviously. So you got, yeah. the, you know, when you start, you're the rookies and then those guys go mm-hmm. on and, and so forth and so forth. Right. So, yeah. Um, again, um, uh, a lot of like I was going to mention too, a lot of Herman alumni has gone on to, you know, get scholarships or, or GoPro yeah. or something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure during your time there, that was kind of instilled in the culture, too. Right. I'm sure they were they were reminding you about, about a lot of alumni that have gone on. Yeah, no, you, they, they do a good job um, in the hallways. You see uh, like pictures and, and uh, like articles up of um, people that have went D1 or, you know, people that just gone to play collegiate sports. And um, just a, like a reminder every day, like, you know, from Windsor, it's, you don't have to go to like a, a top prep school or you don't have to be in Toronto or, or in the U.S. To, to do what you want to do. You know, the stuff is uh, it's out there to take. You know, you just got to do what you have to do to take it. So. And that's exactly why, you know, part of the reason why I do this show, right? Of course, there's a mm-hmm. lot of successful athletes out of Windsor, but sometimes I don't get the recognition or, or sports like basketball and football. They're huge sports, but of course, you yeah. know, in Canada, everyone's fo- like, you get more news on the junior C teams than you do the, the high school uh, yeah, no, uh, other stuff, right? So yeah. that being said, I mean, I'm sure you can attest to like the, the basketball scene in Windsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, the basketball scene is definitely... Uh, it's 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 getting better. It's developing, but we well, have, say like, like it's under wraps. But I mean, like we have stellar talent here, right? Yeah, no, no, of course. I, I'm talking yeah. developing as in like recognition wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, Everywhere I've went, uh, you know, people don't really know where Windsor is, or like even like some other Canadians like up north don't even know where Windsor is. Yeah. So, um, it's it's tough because a handful of athletes here every year will go on to play collegiate sports, and then you move further up north, you get into like Chatham and, and other places like that where they don't really um, produce athletes like that until you get to like Toronto and, and those bigger cities. And I mean, I feel like we don't really get the recognition that, you know, we deserve. So it's cool, man. It's yeah, cool yeah, you're doing it's, a podcast. yeah. And it's cool to see you doing it too, man. This is, yeah, no, there wouldn't be a podcast without people like you. Right. Mm-hmm, so, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, again, to kind of show like anyone can do it and no matter mm-hmm. what it is, right. Like, yeah, there's a stigma or something when it comes to sports where it's just like if you're not drafted and going here right away, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, they're just they're just playing whatever. Right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. 
well, you're not doing it, right? So yeah, it definitely takes a lot of a lot of grit and a lot to get to just where you are to to start, right? So mm-hmm. um, again, I mean, I'm sure it was a, a crazy road for you. Did you ever think that you would be where you are right now? No, man. Honestly, um, you know, I was I was on the flight um, to my first school in Mississippi uh, from Detroit to Mississippi back in. 2019 I think my freshman year and I was just on the flight by my like my parents dropped me off and I'm on the flight and I'm just like this this is so surreal like I'm you know I'm going to do um, I'm going to play basketball at the next level you know I'm going to be by myself and it's just like kind of just like didn't really hit me until you know I got there and there's like all these things that you got to do and um, you got to take care of and it was just like wow Um, you know if you told me this two years ago I'd be like no you're like you're joking yeah but um no it's a great feeling now now that I'm in it so yeah, man. It's a big deal. I mean, again, I, 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 uh, I just went to Florida and so I'm at the airport yeah. and I see people with like whatever school on there and people with golf clubs. So, you know, it's, it's college yeah. students going out to Florida to, and it's like, that's so fucking cool. Like that's, that's yeah. a big time, but like, you know, like that might not make the littlest headline, but it's mm. like, shit man you don't know how many people are out there doing this thing right so and yeah. with all the different sports that we cover i mean basketball is just one um though mm. it's just cool to it's, it must feel pretty big right getting on the plane going to the states yeah how old were you 18 yeah 18 uh turning 19 um it's just it's just wild it's just a surreal feeling like yeah. i was saying and uh you know it's still like yeah you're getting older but you're still pretty young you know to be doing these things by yourself yeah. so yeah, of course, I mean, you're, you're a man now, right? But still, like, when you look back, it's like, holy shit, I did yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's gotta be pretty you good. know, yeah. But, and, um, you know, so before we even get to Mississippi, like, how did recruitment kind of start for you? Because, you know, like you said, like, you weren't really thinking about basketball, like, scholarships until a certain point. Yeah. Um, so how did that kind of come to be for you, I guess? Yeah, so... <laughs> Well, first, I want to say I, I was I was blessed and grateful to have a, a good support system, um, you know, a family that's very supportive of uh, friends that are pushing me. Um, you know, when in your circle, you have people that are trying to achieve the same goal. I feel like, um, you know, it kind of pushes you a little bit more and you don't really want to um, like see your friends doing something and, and you're not how to explain it like uh you're not pushing yourself to, you know, to get the same goal. And so I feel like um, that helped me out a lot, just having a good support system. But recruitment wise, um, I want to go back to the recognition. It was, it was tough because we don't really, you know, get a lot of recognition down there. Um, my teammates now that I'm with uh, were telling me like, we're like how, talking about our high school seasons and uh, they're talking about how coaches would come to watch um, from all over the place. And, you know, they, they just have that, those like connections, um like that coaches will come to watch i feel like in windsor other than like local like university of windsor and st Clair, you know will come to watch and recruit but no one else will really um you know no other coaches will come to watch so it's hard um you have you really have to like start your recruitment by yourself and, and reach out to all these coaches um you know it's, it's really tough i remember with my mentor um emailing you know, every D1 school in the, in the U.S., you, we sent out like 400 emails to every school saying, uh, you know, I'll just, I'd like to get an opportunity to play if you guys want to come check me out. And, um, you know, I was grateful enough to have 
my coach now, he was an assistant coach at Iona in New York. And uh, he, they came to watch me. We were playing uh, at Massey. There was a tournament and he came out to watch me and uh, he gave me some good words and, and told me that they were interested. And, uh, you know, that didn't work out. But uh, still, uh, travel basketball was a big thing. And so um, I was traveling a lot to Michigan. Uh, they had like good uh, travel team programs. And so um, there I was noticed uh, by Lindsey Hunter, which was my first year coach. Um, they, he ended up getting a job the following year after my senior year at Mississippi State, or sorry, Mississippi Valley State. And he reached out to me and told me uh, that the offer was on the table if I wanted to come play with him. Um, so I guess it would, it would be more, I was noticed from uh, travel basketball, but definitely like um, I reached out to a lot of schools via email and, and schools came to watch, which uh, like I had a, some other like smaller offers and local offers, but uh, yeah, that was pretty much how that went. Um, yeah. I, I had to go out and take it, you know, none, uh, it was never like, yeah. um, you know, they just came out to watch by themselves, but that's, that's how that went for me. That's, that's pretty cool, man, because it shows, again, that, you know, uh, we, you can put yourself out there and you could get the response, right? And, you know, yeah. connections are everything, uh, like you yeah, mentioned. You know, just, you guys probably just met each other at the tournament or game or whatever and then struck from there. But I um, don't know how I forgot to mention this, but, of course, I wanted to ask, you know, you're playing high school, but you mentioned you played travel as well. So you were, you were right into everything basketball. You were playing elsewhere. It wasn't just, you know, high school and, and uh, school uh, teams, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, I'll touch on that. The, um, at the time, we didn't really have any, like we had travel programs in Windsor, Ontario. Um, but like I, I kind of knew like um, I didn't really want to play for a Canadian school. Um, just because in Ontario, they can't really uh, cover everything. Like they can give you like a, a little bit of an uh, athletic scholarship and maybe some academic scholarships, but I want to just remove the weight off my parents' shoulders as much as I could. So I really wanted to, um, you know, play in the U.S. And it's just like you always see on the TV and the movies, like U.S. colleges are just, you know, that's that's where you want to be. And so, yeah. you know, being like five minutes away from Detroit, Michigan, it was, um, I knew like right away I was – it was, it was weird. I was, I'm like 16, 17 years old and I'm reaching out to uh, programs in the U S on Twitter, you know, asking if I could play with them. And then, um, you know, I'm taking the tunnel bus by myself to go to play with some of these teams. And it's just, um, it's just wild what, you know, what I had to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful I'm here and this, this is where it's got me. So it had to have worked. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that's crazy, man. And, and like the ability that we have again, again, I mean, the proximity to the States, but the ability that we had to go over there so easily, uh, mm. you know, mm. and do that. It's crazy. So, so you were playing obviously for a team in Detroit. Um, was it just like the same, the same club the whole time or did you get moved around or? Yeah. So I, um, I stuck with this team called Greenwood elite. They were, okay, yeah. it was split between Draymond Green and someone else in the NFL is, is named the last one's like Wood or Woodley or something like that. But um, they ran the program and uh, I saw it on Twitter um, and a bunch of other teams, but I, I reached out to them and, and they're like, all right, we'll give you a shot, like come out. And so I ended up sticking with them for two, yeah, two years, my junior and my senior year. And so, um, 
you know, being with them, it's just everybody over there just has so many connections because it's, you know, Michigan's such a big state yeah. and there's, um, you know, there's, there's great basketball in Michigan. So it was, it was just great to be in the atmosphere and, and to make those connections because they, I mean, they definitely help. Yeah, man. So at this time, just to get my head straight. So you're in high school, playing high yeah. school basketball, taking the tunnel bus over by yourself to play yeah. ball in, in America as well. Yeah, yeah. I was just reaching out to teams on Twitter yeah, and, and, and getting picked up picked up at the border by a, by a coach to go play. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's wild. That's what I was doing. I was taking the tunnel bus. and um, You got to do what you got to do, man, at, at oh, the yeah. end of the day. So. <laughs> Well, again, you kind of talk about like, you know, your goals to, to play over there and stuff like that. And if you can do it, then why not do it? Right. Not only only for your skill, but like the way that you can get there, like you can get there by yourself as a kid. Right. So, yeah. um, Something else that you mentioned too, and I'm sure it's came up um, probably time and time again from, from moving teams in in the States. Uh, Do you ever get that? Like you're from Canada kind of question? Like what? Oh man. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Every day. Yeah, I get a lot when people notice, um, like initially with my teammates, when I first met them, they're like, oh, Canada, you know, like, like, what is that? Like when I was, when I was playing travel basketball and I would tell them like, yo, I came here from Canada. Yeah. You know, they're like, yo, how long is that drive? Like six, seven hours. I'm like, no, it was five, 10 minutes. And you know, every, <laughs> every time they, they just think like still here um, in Vermont, we're like, we're up North, like next to Montreal and uh, it gets cold over here, like, like oh, yeah. minus 20, um, and I'll be like, dang, like it's 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 like really cold out today. And uh, people will be like, oh, you're from Canada. That's nothing. I'm like, oh, Windsor was like Windsor is cold, but it's not this cold. And so people yeah. still think that Canada is just like at the top, like like Antarctica or something like that. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, and, and you can see it from from where you're at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's well, hey man, yeah, it's gonna I be uh, uh, it's gonna be 60 degrees this uh, this weekend here in Windsor. Oh, so man. I hate to rub it in, but yeah, it's, that's it's the like thing. Minus... Yeah, it's, it's really not that cold here, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy, man. So, um, let's talk about Mississippi State or Valley State then, right? Because, like yeah. you said, you, you had made some connections, and that's kind of how you ended up there. It's it's cool that again, like uh, we've had these stories that you know people come and do uh, visits and get recruited, but yourself, yeah. it's like you're you're grinding yourself and putting yourself out there, and um, eventually, what you get the call, or did you reach out to them again? Uh, how did that go down? Yeah, so, um. That senior year, um, I was playing for Greenwood Elite, and Coach Lindsey Hunter was uh, an assistant coach or a coach at the AU team. Um, it was called the Elite, and um, I played with them for a tournament once. And, of course, like he's, he's seen me play before, but I played with them once, and um, I had his number, and I was just always, like, reaching out to him because uh, he um, he played in the NBA for 17 years, and and so just like having him, um, I wasn't just reaching out to him about like playing college. I was just reaching out to him about like tips and like, you know, how do I get better? And, yeah. and um, he reached out to me and asked me like how my recruitment was going and if I had anything going on. And uh, he said that he would po- like potentially get a job and, you know, to just, you know, um, be ready if I wanted to play, uh, he would sign me. So, and unfortunately it was, it was the job at Mississippi Valley State. And so I went, I went to play with them f- over there for a year. And so that was a, that was a pretty good experience. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, again, we talked about the connections, the connections that you made through your recruitment, have, yeah. you know, even brought you to where you are now. Um, yeah. Before we get like, how was, how was Miss? Like, how was that for you for a year? Yeah, man, it's, 
you know, it's like I said, starting from that that first flight to get over yeah. there. It was, yeah, we it talked was just, a bit. You know, it had to have been scary for for a kid, but yeah, know. just I'm in I'm in the south. It's just a different it's a different environment. It's uh-huh. you know, it's we're more of in like a more of like on the countryside. Um, you know, it was great. It was it was hot. It was hot all year round. Yeah. Um, the lowest it probably got was like 15 degrees Celsius, but um, just getting there was a shock. You know, it was you like a culture shock. Um, just a transition period, I guess. And, you know, it was great. Um, I was, I was thankful enough to really get along with my roommate and my teammate. And um, it made the transition period a lot easier. Um, knowing that my roommates going through the same thing, you know, it's not just, I'm not the only one that's in this position. And so um, it helps to know that, you know, someone's there with you and someone's going through the same thing. And yeah. I think that really helped. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a great year. It was a little bit rocky. Um, we're learning, but uh, it was a great experience to play in those those atmospheres and those environments, and uh, I think it helped a lot. So, absolutely, it's all about the experience, right? At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, better to say you did it and tried or whatever, right? Than, than mm-hmm. not get the opportunity at all. And um, you know, again, not to get like too far ahead, but I mean, I'm sure that throughout this journey, you haven't seen too many familiar faces, right, from home or from you know, you're pretty like, you know, you're, you're going to a new spot almost every time. So again, uh, it's not like, you know, you've got someone with you or something, right? Yeah. So again, just doing it all on your own, man. Mm. And then the pandemic happens. Then the pandemic happens. Oh yeah. So I'm sure that kind of uh, slowed things down for you. And within all mm. that, um, I, I think, you know, within that period is when you transitioned over uh, to St. Michael's, right? So Again, yeah. probably part of, of the whole uh, from the beginning recruitment story, but how did it, how did you end up over there? Yeah, so from the beginning, um, he was an assistant coach at Iona, and he came out, um, like I said, to watch us play at Massey. And then uh, we've always been in touch, um, just like the you know daily check-ins, or not like you know like monthly check-ins, like oh how you doing and oh how's your season going stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm at Mississippi and spring break hits and then we get a text saying that uh the school wouldn't continue on anymore and um so I went home for the rest of the summer and I just had a lot of free time to myself yeah and I was like uh I don't know it was it was it was, it was childish of me but I was like okay I want to go somewhere else start a different path and uh see if I could be used more at a different school and, and be more like a bigger impact and so I reached out to um, my athletic director and, and I wanted to enter the transfer portal. And then uh, I reached out to Coach Eaton, which is uh, my coach now at uh, St. Michael's. And uh, he said they had a scholarship spot open for me and, and they'd they'd be glad to take me. So um, I signed here and was, there's no looking back. Yeah, man. It's a unique thing, um, college sports too, right? I mean, not only are we talking about the sport that you're there to do, but this is an educational aspect too, right? So yeah, of course. Whatever can can benefit you, um, mm. you know, in, in the best way and, and benefit everyone as well is is the best fit, right? So yeah, that's what it has to be. That's a mentality you got to take at least, right? Mm-hmm. And that being said, um, this is you know kind of approaching the latter half of the first like probably full normal year. Last year was probably a little bit different, still with the you know restrictions and stuff. So now you've probably settled into this this group this spot and again um hopefully just enjoying it 
yeah, it's it's last year was definitely a a special one to say the least. Yeah, yeah, unique. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and uh, studying computer science out there too, right? So, uh, is that yeah, something no. you're kind of passionate about? Maybe uh, have some ideas for the future, possibly. Or yeah, I so I took um, in high school they had some electives, some uh, computer science electives, and uh, I did those like just you know just for fun, and then yeah. um, turns out I, I really like it and. Uh, it's cool that I can um, do that here and do what I like to do and do what I like to play. And, you know, I don't, I don't have to worry about waking up and going to a biology class or chem class. You know, I can, I get to yeah. wake up and do and go to classes that I like. So yeah. I'm in solid. It's, I, I really like it a lot. Yeah. seems like the perfect fit, man. And I mean, it's, it's too early to be, uh, you know, predicting what could happen in the future, you know, I'm not yeah. uh, going to dig into that, but obviously the game is, is uh, what brought you here what you're passionate about and if i can imagine you know everyone's different but maybe always want to be involved in the game in some way right there's a lot of things that that can come of this especially again through through the college aspect of it too right i mean yeah who knows what could happen in the future so is that something that you know you would always like to be involved no matter what yeah now um now i got to college and and realized that i can do it um you know playing professionally has always been a thought exactly um Obviously, I'd like to I'd like to focus on on getting my degree first, and uh, you know, if if I can go pro, that'd be great. Um, you know, if, if if it's not there, then uh, just do what I can with my degree, and the rest, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd always like to be, yeah, honestly, at, at this point, um, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd always like to be connected to basketball, though, whether it be um, you know, uh, like volunteer coaching somewhere. Um, like a travel team, you know, on, on part-time, but um, yeah, it's, it's always, it's always great to be around the sport you love. So exactly. And not to say you only do one of those things, right. You could be playing coaching and, and yeah. running your own business all at the same time. If you're really, yeah, of course. right. So yeah, uh, the options are endless for you right now. Uh, again, mm-hmm. man, just a, a kid that grew up in Windsor, put himself out there and got himself to D one and now D two, like just the experience yet alone shows, any kid here in Windsor, just down the road at Herman, uh, they can do it. Too. Yeah. So I really appreciate you coming on and telling your story, man. It's cool. No, anytime. I appreciate you uh, asking me to come on the show. So huge thanks to Dario Milojevic for coming on the show and telling his story, talking about some Windsor basketball, and um, again uh, his his story and his road uh, throughout, and still going on. You know, still uh, in the middle of it. So that was one thing I even I even told him. Like I, I was discovered him and I was like let him you know do a couple of years and you know have some stuff to talk about but I figured you know now was a good time to to tell a story while he was kind of in the thick of it a couple of years under his belt and um, you know so anyway um, cool stuff I love the, the the story the stuff about taking the tunnel bus by himself uh, I just find it so crazy nowadays uh, and, you know being distanced from the from the border for so long that he would just go on his own by himself as a minor, go play back. Like, you know, what, what, what do you bring when you go play basketball, right? I'm sure you're bringing a, I'm bringing a, a bottle of water and a big backpack full of shit if I can. And to, you know, cross a border while doing it all by himself as a kid. It's a, it's pretty interesting, pretty cool stuff. And, and, and again, it just shows that you could, you could put yourself out there and, um, you know, get recognized. It could work. So, Again, a kid from Windsor who put himself out there, got himself the experience, and got him to where he wanted to be, and, and is getting an education through it as well. So, 
Very cool stuff. But that being said, let's uh, do some Windsor Sports news to wrap up the podcast this week. We did talk about our Express at the beginning of the show as they do have another game this Saturday at the WFCU Center against one of the TVL's uh, teams in the Kokomoko Bobcats. But let's talk about some hockey. And then we'll talk about some more basketball with our uh, Windsor Lancers and Windsor um, Sinclair Saints. But um, get you caught up with the Windsor Spitfires. They had a couple games this past week. Pretty jammed weekend for them, better yet. As they're actually playing right now, they're taking on the London uh, London Knights as I speak. Uh, as you're listening, it will obviously be done. But uh, they started things off with a game against the Knights on Friday in London. 5-4 to four was the final uh, in overtime, so a point picked up there. Um, Saturday, they came back home to the WFCU to welcome the Sarn, or sorry, the uh, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds, the Sioux Greyhounds, and um, <laughs> ran them over on that one. Ten goals in total, 7-3 to three final for our Windsor Spitfires, and as mentioned right now, they are taking on the London Knights, their rival at the WFCU. Um, Coming off that game, they uh, definitely are going to be feeling the heat. And they had a close one with uh, with um, with the Knights on Friday. Obviously, they beat them before, and they know they can do it again. So we'll see if they can pull it off tonight. Check the standings as we start to approach the latter half of the season. You know, um, almost the end as we're in March. Uh, the Spitz still sitting in that fourth place uh, spot with a record of 28-14-3-3. Just below the Sioux, actually, who they played last night, and uh, still, still a good amount of games as they had, uh, you know, a lot postponed. So we'll be wrapping things up on April the sixteenth in Guelph. Our last home game is scheduled for a month from today, April seventh, against Guelph. But we'll keep you updated with that as it goes on. But now we got to do our Windsor Lancers. Lots to talk about with our Lancers this week. Some, some games still going on, actually, as I speak, but the men's hockey team defeated Laurier on Saturday, the Laurier Golden Hawks, 3-0 at the Capri Pizza Center. Sean Olsen, Mel McConan, and John Wesley scoring for Windsor with Nathan Toricha making 25 saves. Again, they're playing um, a back-to-back with Laurier right now. The women's hockey team had their final game of the season this weekend as well against the Western Mustangs, picking up a 2 to nothing win. Darcy Hall and Ashley Meiter uh, scoring for the Lancers. Coming up next, they are going to host the Western uh, Mustangs in the first round of the OUA playoffs this Wednesday, March 9th. Puck drop is scheduled for 7.30, again, at the Capri Pizza Center, and you can also watch on OUA.tv. And in their final home game of the season, the Lancers women's volleyball team swept the weekend series over the Lakehead Thunderwolves 3 to nothing. And they're actually playing in Guelph right now against the Griffins. In basketball news for our Lancers, the women's team beats Lakehead in a doubleheader this weekend. 70-60 to 60 was the score of the last game. And up next, Windsor will close out the regular season next week with a weekend doubleheader against Algoma. Uh, game one is scheduled for Friday at 6 p.m. at the Dennis Farrell Field House, and uh, the second game the following night. Men's basketball lost to Lakehead over the weekend, 
and up next they will return home for their final two games of the regular season when they host the Algoma Thunderbirds on Friday and Saturday this weekend. Curling and track and field doing their thing too, but I want to flip the focus over to the St. Clair Saints. The women's basketball team officially undefeated this season, going 8-0 this past weekend, Friday and Saturday. They had two games against Mohawk and Redeemer, winning both 87-55 and 90-74 respectfully. Uh, Coming up next, we have some qualifying games for the OCAA Championship on the 9th and then quarterfinals this weekend. So I'm sure that our St. Clair Saints are going to be certainly in the run. Uh, Flipping things over to the men, they suffered their second loss of the entire season. Wrapping up the season with a final record of 7-2 on Friday, they actually won uh, one of their last games against Mohawk 97-88, and then losing a tight one to Redeemer 103-101. Same with the men's. We have some qualifying games this Wednesday with the quarterfinals kicking things off on the weekend. And again, the men's team are going to be in contendership for a championship. So some exciting stuff coming out of the St. Clair Saints uh, this week. Um, obviously not always getting the recognition they deserve. Um, but we're going to get, wrap it up here. Not a lot much else to talk about. We did have Kyle Preperlick fight over the weekend. Uh, didn't see it, but I guess uh, he lost his fight. Didn't get the results he looked for. But um, nevertheless, uh, always a warrior stepping into the cage as Windsor's Kyle Preperlick. But that is it this week on the Wind City Sports Podcast. My name is Drake Demore, and I'm here every Monday with a brand new episode of the podcast featuring an interview with a local athlete, coach, entrepreneur, or beyond. The Win City Sports Podcast is available anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check us out on social media at WinCity underscore sports on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be. And uh, tell your friends, give us a review. Let me know what you think of Win City Sports. Any suggestions we are certainly open to. And I uh, appreciate you all listening and giving it a thumbs up when you can. Give us a review, rating, whatever it may be. And you can also follow me, Drake Demore, on Twitter and Instagram, at Drake Demore. But until next time, smell you later.